Welcome back to Carl and Larry, episode number 93, and we are back. I'm here in uh, Dartmouth College, you know, just living it up in the library, recording episode number 93. I'm here with Sam Carter, as always, and Jack Cole. Sam and Jack, opening question, favorite color of Sour Patch Kids? Um, I feel like I really like sour things. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with green. Oh, I'm a big sour guy as well, but I'm gonna go with yellow. I think yellow are more sour. Mm. Mm, I'm a bit, I like the blue sour patch kid. It's kind of the sweetest. I'm a sweet guy, so I think that's got the the best you know inside juice or like Jello. You know, very much like when you, juice. Okay, dude, that's like the default answer though. Yeah. I feel like red is a default answer. Heck, you know. Nobody likes red. I like red. I mean, it's like good, but it's like it's like only orange is not as good as that. Right. Okay. Well, sometimes you just can't win on Court and Lowry, but yeah. let's get it started off with some teams that did win, and that would be the Mariners. They beat the Blue Jays in dramatic fashion. We'll get back to that. Uh, the Phillies, you know, come in, dominate in St. Louis. Uh, the Padres, you know, sneak one out in, uh, you know, what was City Field, what's called, I think. And then uh, over back in the AL, um, why am I breaking this? I have to pull it up on my phone. I can't even think of the three seed. Hold on. How, that, how am I forgetting this? Guardians. The Guardians. Guardians at the walk-off home run in game number two to win that series. So let's go series by series, chop it down. Let's start first with the Mariners, obviously. You know, the comeback win in game number two. Game one, they got to the hot start against Alec Manoa. Luis, Luis Castillo is incredible. And then game two, they get down 8-1 to one and come back. Sam, you and, you were with me. You know, we were kind of watching the game on and off. And Jack, you know, what what you guys say about the emotion um, of game two, and do you think that will help the Mariners, or do you think they've kind of shot all their bullets in, Tor- in Toronto? Um, I mean, I can definitely say that it was exciting, uh, even from a not as big of a baseball fan, um, you know, but I can see how, you know, this game would be especially fun for Mariners fan, you know, with the comeback. You know, where it feels like, at least for this game, all hope's lost. And then uh, to turn around and come back and win 10-9. to So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the emotions riding high after game two are going to help them in this series against the Astros. Um, You know, it's a fun team. They haven't been in the playoffs in quite some time. Um, So they've got, you know, the entire city backing them really rooting for them, but I don't think that's going to be enough to beat the Astros. Yeah, certainly an uphill battle, but they are up 4-0 to zero in game one right now, um, so subject to change, but got off to another hot start in that series. Um, let's move over to the other AL series. You know, the Guardians have the home field advantage against the Rays, the walk-off home run in the 15th inning. Jack, you were just, like, shocked when I talked to you about this, you know, like this incredible game. Um, you know, looking at the dominance of the Guardians pitching staff, they got that back. You know, what does that do to neutralize hitters such as Stanton 
and Judge, you know, do you think they have the firepower on the mound to contain the Yankees offense? You know, I think they have the pitching to contain the Yankees offense, but I just don't think that their offense can stack up. I mean, they only scored what one run themselves. I mean, you can't right. you can't be doing that in a game in a series against the Yankees. They're too good for that. You know, it worked fine against the Rays because they're not that great of an offensive team, but you need better against the Yankees. And uh, moving over to the Padres and Mets series, we did get to see, uh, you know, Narco, you know, Edwin Diaz come out in game two. But they didn't get to use him because they never got a lead. And, you know, the Padres really pounced all over this Mets pitching staff, you know, completely destroyed DeGrom in uh, game number two. But then he kind of, I wouldn't say destroyed him. He had a mediocre game, but they were able to pull that one out just barely. And, uh, you know, this is kind of the fall. You know, this is the huge built-up season for the Mets. You know, what does that got to do with team's morale, uh, Jack, you think, to have this season where they lead, you know, basically the whole year of their division and then just fall in the first round like this? Yeah, I mean, it hurts, you know, to lead. I mean, they led the entire season except for, like, the last couple of games in their division. Uh, and then they really just fell off at the end. You know, Scherzer got lit up game one. Um, DeGrom, you know, put up a solid performance in game two, but he wasn't his usual untouchable self. Um, and to add insult to injury, DeGrom is likely going to opt out of his contract at the end of this year um, and look for more money elsewhere. So that's going to be another blow to this Mets team. Yeah, maybe the only good thing to come out of this year for, for the Mets was the funny uh, meme of Buck Showalter grabbing the butt of Jacob DeGrom. Well, moving on to the final wildcard series, uh, we got the Phillies decimating, you know, kind of the bittersweet moment, uh, you know, to see Albert Pujols go, but Bryce Harper was just impeccable against the uh, Cards pitching staff in this series, and, you know, they got the momentum now. I feel like they, they're starting to build towards something, uh, but now they got to take on the Atlanta Braves division rival, Sam, you know... You, we we watched the Braves game. You know, you know. What is your your thoughts on the difficulty in sports of repeating, and you know what is the difficult part of that mindset? You think, Sam, for this Braves team? Um, well, I feel like I mean they lost a lot of guys after True, their, yeah. like Freddie Freeman. Yeah. So I mean that's definitely part of it, um, and I mean, you know that's. Winning the championship, you know, that's as good as it gets. And there's only – you can stay where you are, you can fall. Um, and I think that just repeating is probably the most difficult thing to do in sports. Um, so, I I don't see it happening. Aren't the Phillies up like 9-3? to yeah. three? Yeah, they they have basically locked up game number one. Uh, but Jack, what do you what are your thoughts going into this series? Obviously, the Dodgers are likely going to play the winner of this series in the NLCS. So you know what's kind of going through your your brain, you know, when you're trying to match up, you know, against one of these two teams potentially. Well, you know, I mean, the Braves are a great team this year, um, and they're going to be a great team for years to come because they've locked up these. Uh, really good young players. I mean, you know, they've got Strider, Harris, Ozzy Albies. All of them are locked up to six, seven, eight-year contracts. So they're going to be good for a while. But 
with so many rookies on the team, they don't have that playoff experience. Even though they won last year, they don't have the playoff experience that other teams do. And I think that's going to hurt them this postseason. Well, uh, it'll certainly be exciting. But let's get a little Sam and Jack Cole series predictions. All of the four uh, DS series start today. First up, um, Phillies Braves. Looks like, you know, the Phillies are going to wrap up game number one. Sam and Jack, who you got in this series? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the Braves. Um, I don't think that the Phillies are going to, you know, keep winning. So, okay. Braves. Yeah, I'm taking Braves, take Braves in five for me. Um, you know, I'm kind of surprised that they've lost this first game. Considering that they went into it, you know, they were able to line up their pitching staff and were all rested. And that doesn't bode well, but I think they're going to bounce back and win it in five. And I'm going to go with the Braves of five as well. I think that, you know, this is, like Jack said, a rough alignment for them in terms of pitching staff. But I do think that just some of the players having that championship experience, you know, coming back, that's just going to shine through in the clutch moments. And, you know, they, they're still an incredibly talented team. And I just think they have more talent and more experience in the Phillies. All right, moving on, the Mariners and the Astros, uh, top of the fourth right now. Mariners are up 4-2 to two in game number one. Uh, Sam, who's your pick in this series? Dean, I hate to say it, man, um, but I think that the Mariner magic ends in this series. I got the Strohs, unfortunately. Uh, controversial pick for me, but I think I'm going to go with the Mariners. Um, I feel like they are the most electric team in baseball right now. They've got the entire city behind them. They're playing good baseball. They've not been hurt by injuries. Um, so I think Mariners take it in five. In five. That's, that's aggressive. Win a third game in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Astros in five. I think that the Mariners are playing very well right now. Avoided the injury bug, but it's just too much to overcome when you got, you got guys like Justin Verlander on the mound getting to play two games. Like it, he's just going to have one dominant game, and maybe it's not going to be today. But um, I think that you know they just have too much. Uh, but this is definitely the start of something big for the Mariners. So a lot of hope there. And then we turn it over to. Our next series, which is going to be the Guardians taking on the Yankees. Sam, what's your pick? Um, I mean, I'm taking the, you know, the better team in each of these series, um, but definitely the Yankees in this one. Um, you know, I feel like, again, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I feel like the Yankees are a pretty high-powered offense, um, and after that. 1-0 win in the 15th inning. Um, I got to go with the uh, with the Yankees. All right, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to go Yankees. It's really just how many games. I mean, and, you know, if I was going to say any series would be a sweep, it would be this one. You know, Yankees and Guardians are just not matched well at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to completely agree. I think that the Yankees are just too dominant, you know, on – both sides, and uh, I think they're going to take this one pretty quickly. I'm going to go Yankees in four um, because the, the fans of Cleveland are pretty pretty vicious, I'd say. And then 
um, our final series, you know, over on the West Coast, Padres, Dodgers, division matchup, the dynasty. Put quotations around that. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Sam, who'd you pick in the series? Sorry, can you repeat that? You're picking the series, Padres, Dodgers. Uh, definitely the Dodgers. Uh, I got to go with my man, Jack Cole, for this one. Yeah, I mean, for sure, obviously, as a Dodgers fan, but, you know, also as a baseball fan, the Dodgers are – we're the best team in the regular season, which means nothing now. But, you know, not having to play in a wild card series, they've gotten to line up their rotation. So they've got one and two, uh, Urias and Kershaw, whereas the Padres are having to start their uh, fourth man. So that doesn't line up quite as well for them. Um, so I'm going to say Dodgers in four. I'm going to go Dodgers in three. Dominance here. I wouldn't say they're a dynasty yet. they got to win a second championship. Mm-hmm. But crazy things happen. So, you know, in the LB playoffs, you can never be so sure. Um, but that is going to do it for this little MLB playoff. Um, you check in. Appreciate Jack for coming on, um, despite his inappropriate name in our recording session. Um, much pleasure, and uh, hopefully we'll have some great uh, details from the uh, AL and NLDS series next Tuesday. So, Jack, thanks again, and we'll be right back with our college football segment. Welcome back to Carl and Lowry, and we're back with a little mashup of all of our segments here. We're going to make them a little bit shorter, a little more fast-paced because we had that long LB segment. But let's get it started with college football this weekend. Initial reaction, Sam, after UNC holds on to beat Miami, go 5-1 and one and take command of the uh, Coastal Division of the ACC. Sorry, what? Initial reaction from the Tarles beating Miami and taking command of the Coastal Division. Um, I think that this is a big win for Carolina. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how good Miami is. Obviously, they started out – Top 20, um, but, you know, nonetheless, a division win for Carolina, and, you know, maybe they're easier to come by on that side of the conference, but, um, you know. <laughs> All right, you know, a little, little inner conference jab. Uh, the Tarles will go to Durham next week, certainly not as big as a basketball game, but an important one if the Tarles can win. That really sets them apart from the rest of the division. Uh, the Clemson Tigers took down BC uh, after a slow first half, got it rolling. Uh, they will go to Florida State next week. Clemson only a three-and-a-half point favorite in this game, even though Florida State lost NC State last week in his 4-2. Sam, how are the nerves for this game in Tallahassee on Saturday? Um, this game is always big. Uh, obviously, Florida State being historically probably the second-best team Maybe the best team in the eight. I would say the best. They dominated the 1990s. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if maybe oh, oh, sorry. Maybe sorry. Miami. On a national Miami. scale. But they weren't in the I would say Miami. Then. I guess that's true. Um, but Another time. Yeah. You know, big time rivalry. Obviously, Florida State not as good as they were in the early 2010s and uh, late 2000s. But, you know, still a very good team. Like you said, the 
uh, favorite to Clemson. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little nervous, especially playing in Tallahassee. Uh, they like to pack the stadium sometimes. Uh, but, you know, I think if we just, you know, play how we've been playing, then we should be all right. And looking around the country, uh, just some quick score updates. Tennessee dominates LSU 40-13. TCU holds on against Kansas 38-31. And then uh, UCLA takes down Utah 42-32. Big win there. Um, Ohio State crushes Michigan State. Um, and then you have uh, South Carolina taking down Kentucky at Kentucky, a surprise win for them. And then Notre Dame taking down BYU in a neutral side game in Vegas. Next week, you have Penn State going to Michigan. Exciting game there. Sam, who's your pick real quick? Uh, let's see. I got to go Michigan. Penn State's – I mean, I mean Michigan is the number five team. Penn State what? They're like number eight? They're ten. Okay. Um, did you say it was at Penn State or at Michigan? It's at Michigan. Okay, then definitely got to go with the big house on this one. And then the game of the week, number three Alabama, going to number six Tennessee. That's a big one. Sam, any predictions there? Um, you know, what we've seen from Tennessee has been great. What we've seen from Alabama has been a little sketchy. Uh, close win at – and or actually, it was in Alabama, a close win against uh, A&M, and then a close win against Texas – this team definitely has weaknesses. Um, I don't think that this Tennessee team will be good enough to exploit Nick Saban. So I got to go true. with the, uh, the tide on this one. Yeah, I mean, just great matchups all in, up and down the board. Uh, next week, I wish we had time to predict all of them, but it's going to be an exciting weekend of college football across the country. But I think all eyes will be set on um, – can't remember the name of Tennessee Stadium, Sam. Uh, what it's, is uh, Rocky Top? I mean, that's that's like their nickname. I don't know. Whatever. Um, this past week, uh, we saw the Panthers and Steelers get, should I say, mangled um, by their opponents. Um, the Panthers getting crushed by the 49ers. and the Steelers losing by thirty-five to the Bills. Uh, the Panthers have fired head coach Matt Rule, and um. Their defensive coordinator, it's getting, it's getting icy. And fans are not coming to the games. Tepper's under some heat. It's just it's crazy. And uh, the Steelers started Kenny Pickett, but, you know, he got into a couple fights with some Bills players, and that's about it. So <laughs> sad times for me and Sam and the NFL side. But maybe one day we'll be back. Yeah. Um, but today is not that day. And over in the NBA, more sad news uh, for Charlotte sports team fans. Lamella Ball and Mason Plumlee both sprained their left ankle in separate plays last night against the Wizards in preseason action. Hopefully they will be back for the opener, but the Hornets do go 0-4 in the preseason. So that's a tough, tough way to live. Um, but, you know, opening night, only, you know, a week away. So... Exciting stuff there. It's crazy. Everything's coming in really fast. 
uh, opening night games. You got the Lakers, the Warriors, 10 o'clock, and then the 76ers and the Celtics, 7.30. Um, you know, Draymond Green had that fight last week. He's apologized. Um, but that's about it for our little rundown here. Um, Sam, final question. Will the Warriors repeat yes or no? That's all I want to hear. No, no explanation. Oh, okay. Good year first. I think that they have a chance, but um, I'm really liking the Bucks to come back this year. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis has got a new, you know, revitalized, you know, motor. Um, you know, after suffering some defeat, he's ready to come back and really shake up the scene. And uh, you know, hopefully, be a presence again in the East. But the Heat are still going to be a presence. The Cavs reloaded with Donovan Mitchell. So uh, a lot of exciting stuff in the East. The East is back, and uh, hopefully they will crown a champion this year. Well, that's going to do it for episode number 93 of Court and Lowry. Sam, any final thoughts uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina? Nope. Oh, I thought you were going to do something special. I guess not. Uh, well, that's it for this episode. And you hear from us next Tuesday.